What up, everybody? Welcome to the Chase Shelton Show with yours, Chase Shelton. Today, I got a, a good podcast in for y'all. It's going to be a little different. Um, I've recently been just talking mainly about NFL and a little NBA, but I know a big part was the draft and talking about predictions and stuff. Of course, it's really hard to do one of these when there's no live sports. Hopefully, the next month or two, that could be changing. But uh, I wanted to give something a little different. Um, not really brag when I say this, but uh, fantasy football is what we're going to be talking about today. And I've played fantasy football for about 10 years. I uh, played when I first was 13. I actually won my very first year. And then I took a small little break. I uh, just couldn't really find anybody else to play with. I wanted to play with friends. Couldn't find anyone. Uh, then in high school, I played a couple years with some high school guys. At one, one of those years out of the two, the second year, I think I got like third or fourth place. Uh, then took another little small hiatus. And then about four years ago, I joined another league with some friends, people I worked with. And I've been playing with them since. And I have won three out of the four years. Uh, I got second place last year. Uh, I barely lost, I think I lost by like four points. I want to say it was, I forgot who screwed me over, but it was somebody, I think I had the backup running back uh, for the Vikings when Dalvin Cook went out. I can't think of his name. Mad Madison, I think, was his name, and he just didn't get me what I needed. He was he needed like 10 more yards and I think just one more catch, and it just it didn't happen, but... No, I got second place, but anyway, I wanted to talk about fantasy football and projections and kind of just give some advice. I know a couple people have hit me up asking who should I take. I know last year there was a couple people that personally messaged me for my opinion. Um, of course, I'm not going to be right all the time. I can just give you my best option, and it actually turned out well for them is what they told me, so I wanted to kind of do a podcast strictly to that. I know fantasy football is not for another few months, but believe it or not, it's going to be coming up soon, and it's always good to just know these kind of things. So pretty much what uh, I'll give you my strategy. Uh, everybody has a strategy different. Some people like to go uh, quarterback first, which is very rare. Some like receivers. I'm more of a running back kind of guy. Um, now, of course... There's 32 starting running backs for you know the whole league, so you should be bound to get a good running back if you're in a. Well, everybody gets a first round pick, but even if you're the last pick in the first round, you could still get a decent running back. It might not be as good, but you could still get somebody if you wanted to go running back first. It just depends on where you draft. For me, if I'm in the top five, I'm definitely taking a running back, no doubt. If I'm you know, 6 through 10, maybe a running back receiver. It depends on who's missing or who's been taken or not. And then if you're, you know, 10 through 12 or if you have 14 people in your league, then it, again, just depends on who's available. Um, of course, you know, if guys like, you know, Michael Thomas is still available, then yes, take him over a running back. But very rarely, unless you're playing with a bunch of idiots, he won't be available. But my thing is I always like to take a running back first and then a receiver in the second round and kind of go back. I want to get those two covered for sure just because they will get you your points. 
Uh, and it's very hard to get a decent, like a, a strong running back. I mean, if you have a top pick, you want to get somebody who's consistent. Same with a receiver. Like I said, Michael Thomas is one of the most consistent receivers. We saw that last year. So you always want to get somebody like that. Quarterback, in real football, is the most important position. But in fantasy football, you don't have to get them till later. Uh, I always wait till about third, fourth round. You could even wait later than that. I've drafted a quarterback in the fifth round, sixth round before. It's not going to be probably Mahomes, but it will be a guy like, you know, you could possibly get a Dak Prescott maybe that later round. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, again, he doesn't put up the best fantasy numbers, so it depends on who you have to build around him. It's almost like a real team. Who can you put around? You want a stronger receiver, running back core, but... Your quarterback's not as strong. You might get like a Derek Carr kind of guy who every now and then will have a good game. Or do you want a guy like Mahomes who's going to be consistent but then have a running back like Lamar Miller or you know some, David Johnson who we don't know what he'll do. So it just depends on where you're at in the draft and how confident you are on who you're building around. But I'll give you like my top five players for each position i'll tell you this if you are the number one pick in your upcoming draft this year uh, i know people want to be biased and you know you want to go for your favorite team guy mine would be zeke i love the cowboys i can't take him number one overall last year i had christian mccaffrey i've actually had him the past two years and he has done nothing but greatness for me he's the best fantasy football player i believe this year, last year we saw it, and he just got paid. Uh, believe me when I say he's the Carolina Panthers offense. So if you have a number one pick, I would highly suggest you take him. Uh, a lot of people might take Barkley. There's nothing wrong with Barkley. I think these two are the top. I'd have Barkley at second in my opinion. Um, I like McCaffrey a little more just because he's more dual back than Barkley is by chance. I just that's how I feel, but. If you have top two picks, those guys are right there. Number three, you could always say Zeke. Some have maybe a receiver, Michael Thomas. I know DeAndre Hopkins has been up there, but Zeke's going to, he's just always, he's just a beast. He's ran for a thousand yards three out of the four years. He's going to put up big numbers. He's not bad in the backfield with catching. You know, it depends on what they do at Dak. If they don't sign Dak, expect Zeke to even be more of a threat. So, you could take Zeke at three. That's where I would go. Uh, I wouldn't even start taking a receiver till probably the fifth through the tenth pick. Uh, of course, Michael Thomas is probably going to be your number one receiver again this year. Uh, you could say Hopkins can make a case. He is with the new team out there in Arizona. I don't know if Murray will have that connection with him like he did with Watson, especially off the first year. It just depends. Um, but I still would take Hopkins top ten for sure. But uh, I kind of, like I said, probably do my top five for each position. I'll just start with running backs. Of course, you're going to have McCaffrey, Barkley, and Zeke. Uh, those are my top three for sure. Number four, it's really tough because I, Derrick Henry had an amazing year last year. We saw what he could do. I don't know if he'll be able to put up those same kind of numbers. Just that's a lot of workload he got. I'm wondering if they're going to try to ease some uh, work off him. You could say Kamara. Of course, he's 
another dual back. A lot of people had him at number two last year. I surprised a lot of people by taking McCaffrey over Kamara. But I would honestly probably take uh, Dalvin Cook, though, at number four. Uh, he's by fourth. I think he's just, you know, the best running back, of course, in Minnesota. But if he can stay healthy, we saw what he could do last year. I think there's no reason why he shouldn't be t- top ten pick for sure. Uh, my fifth best running back, it's a tough one. I really like Kamara. I like Derrick Henry. Uh, I kind of want to do a surprise pick maybe for each one. So I'll probably say Austin Eckler. I think he's a steal. I'm not saying use your top 10 pick on him, but I'm saying if you have, you know, you get him in the second round, I think that'd be a good pick. Honestly, I think he's going to be a beast this year. He's, of course, Melvin Gordon's not there. They're going to put the ball in Eckler's hands. He just got paid. Um, he's another good dual back. He's probably better on the receiving end, in my opinion, but that even is better because in fantasy points, you get points for the catch and then yards and a touchdown, of course, and he can do it all. So I'm going to say Eckler. I think he's going to be a top five running back in fantasy. I think he's going to be a star. I think he's going to actually be a steal for many people in the draft. Um, Next, we'll do the wide receiver just because that's going to be a a huge, uh, you know, position. Now, the thing with receivers is you can get kind of lucky. You know, of course, you always want the best receiver. You want that number one wide receiver, but just because you're not going to get them all. You highly will, it's very unlikely you're going to get Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. If you do, then you have no good running backs probably because you either have to trade for them or you're going to use your draft picks and your running backs will be gone, at least your top running backs. So, uh, it again, there's it's a deep class for receivers. There's always going to be some shocker, you know, receiver. You know, Michael Gallup last year had a pretty good year for fantasy points. Of course, you're still going to have your guys like DJ Shark, A.J. Brown was a huge, uh, you know, he started to light it up at, towards the end of the season. Um, but, of course, you're going to have Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Tyree Kill. Uh, number five, I don't really think people can argue. It's got to be Devontae Adams. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers' go-to man. The dude's got amazing hands. Of course, they didn't really draft a receiver in this draft with their first pick they took love so it looks like they're gonna put the ball back with Devontae Adams so honestly that's probably gonna be your top five wide receivers I think there'll be some steals though Uh, of course you're gonna have Mike Evans you know Amari Cooper those guys are still gonna be their number one receivers for their team I think you could slip and wait the later rounds to get them I'm honestly you could probably get them in this third fourth round I would not be surprised uh, it just depends on who you're playing with again um, there's other guys are like Chris Godwin uh, that's the good thing about Tampa Bay is they have two legitimate wide receiver number one wide receivers either of them could be putting up 100 plus yards with Tom Brady it depends I don't know if he's going to go both ways or he's just going to lean towards Evans is he going to lean towards Godwin it's I'm not saying you don't want to pass on him because you don't know I would definitely draft him I would not I would probably take though somebody like Amari Cooper in my opinion 
over Chris Godwin. I especially if Dak is resigned. I just they have a good connection. Um, it's tough that we Kenny Galladay. He's been a huge surprise over the past couple of years. Uh, you know, people say Adam Thielen. I actually like Thielen a lot. I had him when he had that outstanding year where he was I mean, eight games with 100 yards, I believe. Uh, I mean, he was a huge fantasy help. So, of course, you'll have him. You could also potentially go, you know, T.Y. Hilton, Odell Beckham, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster. All these guys are still their number one receivers for the teams. They're going to be a little lower, of course. Uh, Allen Robinson, he's now got Nick Foles, so who knows what could go there. Uh, Cortland Sutton could be a huge uh, surprise. He's actually one of the most underrated receivers um, that is in this league. Uh, next, we'll do tight ends. Now, tight ends I've always been skeptical of, except for the past couple of years. I usually drafted them super late, fifth, maybe seventh round. I just never really thought they'd put up. There's only about four legitimate tight ends that are going to be consistent, and it feels like they're always gone every time I want to get them. Uh, of course, that's going to be Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Zach Ertz. Those are your top three for sure. Uh, you know, this year, though, we've got some shockers. Last year, Darren Waller came out of nowhere. He had an outstanding year. Mark Andrews from Baltimore put up, I think, I want to say double digits in uh, touchdowns. Uh, him and uh, Lamar Jackson, they had a legitimate connection. Uh, honestly, they, they were the big shocker of last year. Um, and, of course, you could always... You know, say Hunter Henry, he if he stays healthy, he'll be a top tight end. Uh, of course, we'll see. Now Gronk is back. I don't know if Gronk, Gronk won't put up the numbers he did before. I would not say he's the number one uh, tight end like he was a few years ago. But some people could say he might have a decent year. We shall see. I think he's going to get drafted a little earlier than he should just because of the name. But yeah. Um, I'm going to save quarterbacks for last just because that's always a fun one. Next, we'll do defenses. Huh, now, this one's tough because it's going to be a tough one. I'm going to say number one defense is going to be the Ravens. They have a legitimate defense last year. This year, they added Calais Campbell. I believe they're going to be the best defense in the NFL. Next, some could say Steelers, some could say Patriots. Patriots had the number one defense last year. They were putting up crazy points. I think they averaged like 20 fantasy points. I don't know if they'll do that again this year. I think they'll still be good, but I'm going to go Steelers. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, with that addition, they were something changed in that whole team. They were crazy. Uh, TJ Watt, Bud Dupree, Devin Bush, these guys are young, they're quick, they're good. I believe they're going to be the number two defense. Number three, I will go with the Patriots. Yes, they lost some key defensive players, but they still have the defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore. They still have a good special teams. I mean, blocking the punts and returning them, that's really what got their points, in my opinion. Uh, I think that, honestly, again, that helped them more than anything. Number four, it's really tough because there's, again, 
there's good defenses, but they might not look good on defenses or defensive. How say fantasy? Um, and some of those teams would be, you know, the Eagles have a okay defense, but fantasy wise, they're not that great. I'm gonna say the 49ers though. Um, I'm gonna take the 49ers F4. I of course saw what they did last year. I think I don't know. I think they're gonna slip a little bit. Not much. But Richard Sherman's getting a little older. They did lose DeForest Buckner, but they got Kinlaw, but he's unproven right now, so it's hard to say anything about him. Uh some people have the 49ers, you know, at number two, but I personally think the Steelers are gonna be a better defense, and I think the Patriots could too. Uh and number five, I'll go with the – see, I want to say Bears because they got Khalil Mack. The Bills have an amazing defense as well. But I will go with the Bears just because Khalil Mack is a beast. Um, so number five, I'm going to go with the Bears. And then kickers, I don't play with kickers, so I'm not going to do them. That, you could honestly just wait to the last round. It honestly probably doesn't even matter, to be honest. Uh Next we'll do, or last we'll do the quarterbacks. So of course Patrick Mahomes will probably be your number one choice just because he is the MVP, former MVP. I mean, there's not very much explaining. This dude is all world. He puts up outstanding points, throwing 400 yards a game, four or five touchdowns. It's ridiculous. Uh, number two, no shock, Lamar Jackson. The dude is putting up running back stats with quarterback stats. And I remember last year he was killing defenses in fantasy. I mean, putting up anywhere, sometimes 50 points a game, averaged around 30. So that's an obvious number two choice for the uh, uh, the sorry the quarterback. Um, again, you could probably get those two third round. I don't see them slipping any farther. Um just because, again, how good they are. Uh, number three, now it's a little tough because I would say Deshaun Watson only because Deshaun Watson had DeAndre Hopkins in the past and we saw what he could do. But I'm going to actually go at number three, Russell Wilson. Uh, this dude's a beast, man. He's never won an MVP, but you see what he does every week. For the past few years, he's always putting up outstanding numbers. He's very persistent, consistent, doesn't throw many interceptions. He puts up great numbers. His receivers, he got DK Metcalf last year, and those two started connecting. You got Tyler Lockett. Uh, he doesn't run as much, but he can still do that a little bit, but he's just so consistent. He'll put up great numbers no matter what. Number four, this might be a shock. I would say Deshaun. Watson because of Hopkins, but he doesn't have Hopkins. Who does? The Cardinals. Kyler Murray. I think he's he actually had a good rookie year last year, and that was with no really good receivers. Christian Kirk was his probably his best one, and he was hurt for part of the year. So you've now got a top two wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, this dude's gonna go off. He can run. So again, I think he's gonna be trying to use his legs a little more. But now he can just chunk it over to some of the probably the best hands in the game. Many people say with uh, 
DeAndre Hopkins. I think he will be the fourth. Fifth, now I'm going to give you two answers just because it depends on if he signs. I'm going to say Dak Prescott if he signs because, again, people don't like him, but he is an amazing quarterback. He puts up good numbers. He has an amazing, probably the best wide receiver trio right now, in my opinion. Uh, of course, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup looked pretty strong last year, and then they got C.D. Lamb. Of course, he's unproven, so it's hard to tell, but if he does what we think he's going to do, Dak Prescott's going to have a lot of weapons. He still has Zeke to chunk it to if he has to. I would not be surprised if he ends up in top five fantasy stats. If not, he doesn't sign and he holds out or whatever, then Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is just, he's too good to pass up. Uh, he's not underrated in fantasy. He can be a little bit. I think he doesn't have as many weapons, but he still makes receivers look good. And he just throws it and he has good games. That's just how he is. And he still has, like I said, Devontae Adams, a top five wide receiver. Honestly, I would say Rodgers at number five. Um, now, I kind of want to get into like some surprise picks or maybe picks that you could wait to get. Like some people might not want to use an early pick or a sleeper is what you guess you could call them. Of course, there's always rookies. I remember when Zeke came in the NFL, a lot of people didn't know to draft him early. Some pe- I actually had a friend that took him with the fourth overall pick. I actually traded for him right after that, and I was so happy because he had an outstanding rookie year. But some guys that I feel like could be some surprise picks in this draft, I'll just do about five. I'll do three rookies, then I'll do five surprise picks that aren't rookies. Uh, the rookies, uh, it's tough. You have, of course, Jerry Judy, uh, who is the first, or the, yeah, Jerry Judy, uh, receiver, this is going to sound bad, I but a lot of people have him possibly being the number one wide receiver at where he's at. Um, you still have Cortland Sutton, though, who is probably the number one wide receiver for the Broncos. Jerry Judy could be number two. They still have Noah Fant. It just depends on him and how Drew Locke you know, connect. I think he's going to have actually a decent year. Uh, only because, like I said, he's probably the number two wide receiver. You know, some could say Henry Ruggs out there in Las Vegas. I don't know about that. I just don't trust Derek Carr much. He could have a good year, but I'm going to take Judy. Same with C.D. Lamb. I want to put him over, but right now I don't know if he'll be able to compete with Cooper and Gallup. I think he might be able to take over Gallup, but Cooper is definitely going to be the number one lock. So I just don't know if he'll put up those kind of numbers. Um, so I'm going to say Jerry Judy for sure will be a surprise rookie pick that I feel like you could get early on. Uh, you know, there's a some other ones. Some could say J.K. Dobbins, but he's going to be competing with Mark Ingram out there in Baltimore. Plus, you also have Lamar Jackson who could also just take off and start running. So... I'm going to say number two, I'm going to say DeAndre Swift. He is, I think, going to be the uh, the primary back out there in Detroit. 
they of they obviously drafted uh who was it not too long ago just the other I can't think of his name I'm so sorry uh Johnson I think was his name sounds really bad I'm gonna have to look it up real quick but I know they drafted a running back just a couple drafts ago and honestly he actually looked like he was gonna be possibly their uh starter but of course he got hurt so this year yeah carry on johnson i knew it was johnson but they got deandre swift this year i think that's their who they're going to want to trust more it honestly is not a bad lineup though that they have you know stafford if he stays healthy swift galladay marvin jones tj Hawkinson, who is a disappointment but could possibly step it up uh Honestly, I think this team might be actually pretty good. But DeAndre Swift, I'd say you could probably draft later in the round and be a sleeper pick. And then number three, Tua Tago, Tago Voila. You know who I'm talking about. I I just really like this kid. I hope he has a great year. Miami doesn't have very many weapons, but I think he's can make something. I think he could be a top ten quarterback for fantasy. I, I really do. If he stays healthy, I have a lot of faith in this guy. So... That's who I'm going to have for the rookies. Now, my top five sleeper picks just in general, see, it just depends on who you like. Some people, I might say, could slip early or it could get drafted early. Some people might not think they'll fall this deep. Uh, But I would say a guy that I believe will probably, you could probably get in the fifth, possibly sixth round. would be, uh, you know, I, I some people even have him going later, but Terry McLaurin, uh, we saw what he did as his rookie year with the Washington Redskins. He is their number one wide receiver. They, I think, really want to trust in uh, Haskins this year. They got Rivera as their coach. I think they could actually have a good connection. I feel like if you get him in the later rounds, I think he could honestly be a legitimate wide receiver for fantasy football and again you don't have to use a top pick on him I say let him slip you could get him as late as in my opinion the seventh round uh another guy that I feel like will fall heavily but could be a decent player that you know could slip I'm gonna say Josh Allen uh the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. He's not the best quarterback in the league. He's not even a top five quarterback for fantasy. Top ten possibly. Uh, But he has, he can run. We've seen what he can do in the running. He now has Stephon Diggs to throw to. He has a possibly good tight end with Dawson Knox. We shall see Devin Singletary. Uh, You know, I think... The digs will be a huge help. I think this guy, you could probably get him as late as the 10th round. You don't even have to use really any top picks for your quarterback. You could just build receivers and tight ends and running backs around him in flex positions. And 10th round, I think if he's still there, that's a steal in my opinion. Uh, I would definitely wait to draft a quarterback that late. I would never use a – don't use – your top five, six pick on a guy like that. and Unless it's, like I said, Lamar, uh, Mahomes, Rodgers, those guys you want to use 
possibly a top seven pick one, but I feel like you could easily wait for a guy like him to slip in the tenth round. Uh, another guy I would say that could fall is Austin Hooper. Probably the best, or not the best, sorry. Probably one of the top tight ends of last year. I don't know how he'll do with Cleveland. He he does have Baker to throw with throwing to, but again, Baker also has Odell, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry, a bunch of guys around him. So I don't think he'll put up the best numbers. I think he'll still put up good numbers. He'll probably average about, I'm going to say, 10 points a game, uh, which is pretty good for a tight end. That's, I'll take that any week. Uh, I feel like you could get him late in the draft, 12th round possibly. Uh, I think a lot of people might let him slip just because his name kind of fell under there. But I think you can get him super late in your draft. Uh, another guy that probably will slip, I'll say around the 8th to 10th round in that area, will be uh, Will Fuller. He's hard to pick, though, because he's had so many injuries and the ACL injuries, and he's got burnout speed. He's a great receiver. But, again, you don't know what he'll, when he'll get hurt. If he stays healthy, he's probably the number one receiver in Houston. You could say Brandon Cooks, but I'm going to say Fuller. Of course, they have Randall Cobb. So Watson's has a lot of weapons, not anything like Hopkins. But I think Will Fuller's a sneak. I think you can get him late, and he could be a steal. Uh, another guy that a lot of people actually starting to like is Debo Samuel. Of course, Emmanuel Sanders is gone. It looks like Debo Samuel is going to be the number one wide receiver with Garoppolo. Uh, Garoppolo is not really the best quarterback fantasy-wise, but I think he's going to put a lot of faith maybe into uh, Debo Samuel. George Kittle, of course, will always be covered as the number one threat, but Debo Samuel could fall, and I think he could be a legit star. Uh, and a couple other guys, of course, you'll have, you know, Le'Veon Bell, I think, is going to slip. He's with the Jets, so it sucks that he's not on a good team. Uh, I feel like if he can get in a groove, he could possibly be a top running back. The problem is they have no offensive line, really, and Sam Darnold didn't really help him out much by giving him the ball. Uh, DK Metcalf, I think, is a guy that everybody should take early. I think he is... Possibly going to have a better year than Tyler Lockett just because he's a bigger bigger receiver. I think Wilson likes that a little more. You could tell in the playoffs. Lockett's still going to be a great receiver. I think those two are going to be kind of like a Godwin and Evans. It's a who's going to have the better game, but they'll still put up great numbers. So that's who I say are some sleeper picks. Again, I'll probably do another one of these. The closer we get to NFL season, when fantasy football drafts start picking up, of course, you know, mocks are going to be trade uh, different, you know, each week. So, but again, that's kind of my advice to you for fantasy football. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna do one later. We'll see how much has changed, how much has not. Again, this was another podcast I just thought of about 45 minutes ago, and I just, you know, winged it. So, thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed it. If take my advice, don't. It's okay. Um, but yeah, again, thanks for listening, and I will talk to y'all next time. Peace out.